Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for taking this time to learn more about the reasons why men and women cheat and are caught sexting, social media flirting, as well as having sort of the full-blown affairs. I mentioned in the first part that there are lots of reasons why people are pushed towards affairs, whether that's low self-esteem, depression, desire for change, unhappiness in the relationship, and various others. Now I'm going to be sharing what pulls someone towards a cyber, emotional, or physical affair in this episode. If you would like to read this, if you feel like it will be useful to print it or to go over it and to understand if you have cheated on your husband or wife and you want to understand why, or if you have been cheated on and you're trying to understand what are some of the factors that might have been why your husband or wife has cheated, then go to my website nicolabeer.com, click on the blog and you'll be able to see there these two parts ready for you to really digest and hopefully they'll be useful to you in some ways because a lot of people consistently ask me what are the reasons why I'm cheating or why my husband or wife has cheated and because it's such a common thing unfortunately and because it's such a painful thing then it's good sometimes to to have this information just to be able to process it to help people move on. Because we don't want to be stuck in the past. And for a lot of people, if they can understand the past, if they can interpret the past, then it can help them move forward. And whenever I do work with affair couples, I do help them to interpret and process the past, but individually. We want to do any processing individually. Do not try to go to a marriage counsellor and talk about this together, all together, because you may really hurts each other even more. And first of all, you need to understand yourself before you can work on the relationship. So when I work with couples, I work with them individually, always first, and then together. And I, from my heart, know this works really, really well. I get amazing results doing this. So if you are working with somebody and you don't want to do online with me, then do ask if you can have these individual processings and then come together. And when you're together, you do not want to be focusing on the past. You want to be focusing on actions, on putting love in there, on creating happiness and on ways to overcome the the problems. It's about identifying problems and spending 90% on solutions. This is my theory anyway, that has worked really, really well. So it's not just my theory, I've proven it again and again. And I get to see amazing examples. And people always say, thank you, Nicola. Thanks for the amazing work that you're doing in our marriage to help us. And I really say, all I'm doing is guiding you. 
you're doing the steps, you're doing the actions, you're coming to these awarenesses and I'm just like a, a coach guiding you to, to transform your relationship. And that's what I really love to do, just to play that role, to help couples just move forward. That's what we want to do, move forward. Anyway, so let's go into the reasons that pull someone to an affair. The first is attraction, which is obvious, right? As humans, we can get attracted. Typically, most people wrongly assume that sexual attraction and arousal is the only or the main reason that people get attracted in someone else to cheat. When actual fact, it's the emotional connection and the close companionship for many in their affairs. Of course, it's completely different to sexual addiction and porn addiction. However, people that are attracted, it often can be for empathy, for understanding, for that emotional connection. It's often the attention, the appreciation, the compliments that they get that can attract them to somebody. And that is why if there are gaps in a relationship and someone comes along and gives you attention, appreciation, affection, it may be hard to resist. It won't be easy to resist because if you're what you're lacking is then being offered to you, you're going to probably be attracted. Whether you do act on that attraction or not, it's likely you're going to be attracted. Sometimes people can be attracted to people because of their intellect as well, because of their achievements, because of their personality, because of their power, because of their wealth, because of the opportunity that they think that that person is going to give them. I remember learning when I first started doing this relationship psychology work how fascinated I was that a lot of people are attracted to somebody because of the lifestyle that they're going to give them. And in fact, we all are. When we get with someone, whether we're conscious about it or not, we cannot help our minds thinking, this is what my life would be like with you. So we're not only attracted to that person for who they are, we're attracted to that person because we imagine the lifestyle that we're going to have. And this is where also relationships and marriages can come into trouble because sometimes what we imagined doesn't happen in reality. Just working with a a lady, bless her heart, who has been married for three months and now her husband does not want to be married to her anymore. He feels trapped and he feels trapped into the marriage. And it's really shocking because both of them had completely different ideas in their head about what their lifestyle would be like getting married. And also there were changes in their lifestyle, which has then impacted the marriage in just three months. So just wanted to to say that. So back to attraction. So a lot of the reasons that people will have affairs is because of the attraction. Emotional, physical, sexual attraction. And a lot of people find that do cheat and say to me that they just thought they would be able to control the urges but they couldn't help themselves and they had to just reply to messages or contact that person and they they couldn't control themselves. The next one is novelty and curiosity. So strangely those people that have emotional and physical affairs will say that they would not go out with or choose their affair partner to be a long-term match. They say to me that the person they had an affair with wouldn't be a good match culturally, socially, in age, 
in personality. However, because this person is so different, because this person is so perhaps inappropriate or unsuited to them, they're curious and cheat on them because of the novelty. And then there are other people that cheat just because of curiosity. Doesn't matter whether they've been married a long time or a short time, they're just curious. Would this person have an affair with me? Would this person have sex with me? Would this person want to be with me? Would this person leave their husband or wife with me? And it's dangerous. We're playing with people's lives here. Unfortunately, curiosity can be a main driver for why some people have affairs. The next is excitement, risk or challenge. Sneaking around secret phone calls and messages from the bathroom, hiding it from friends, work colleagues and of course the betrayed spouse can lead to a rush of excitement for some men and women who cheat. Taking risks and the challenge of hiding the affair can give some people that buzz. It can also give them a buzz to hide it from their affair partner's family or to hide it from work colleagues if it's an affair that's happened in the office. Some people see it as a game or a challenge to hide an affair. And of course, I'm saying this with such empathy, such sympathy, such love and sensitivity. Because obviously, if you are discovering that your husband or wife has cheated, or if you have had an affair and now you're dealing with the aftermath and you're seeing the destruction and the pain that it's caused, it's never a game. It's never exciting. It's never worth that rush of hiding it. However, some people do get caught in that whole hiding, secretive way of living. And then there are other people, and I just will make this clear while we're talking about people that enjoy the buzz of hiding affairs. There are so many that I work with that are ridden with guilt. They feel awful for what they're doing, and yet they find themselves struggling to to stop. They find themselves stuck knowing how to stop their affair. The next reason that people cheat is ego or enhanced self-image. So I touched on low self-esteem, depression, as reasons why people are pushed sometimes. They find themselves pushed towards an affair because of their depression and low self-esteem. And sometimes people can be pulled to an affair because they feel like having a wife and a mistress and a girlfriend gives them a status boost, gives them their ego boost, gives them something and they're pulled towards this or that it enhances their self-image by having lots of different women or lots of different men interested in them, engaging with them and cheating with them. I also see this in Muslim cultures where some Muslim men will have a second wife or a third wife or a fourth wife. Now I have to be very careful here because a lot of people don't see that as cheating because they are marrying and they're having several wives but they are marrying them. And this isn't for me to judge. This audio in my whole podcast is about helping people to have a great relationship, to feel love, to feel great in themselves, to have passion, excitement, understanding, connection and great communication. So I'm not judging here, 
I will say is that when I have helped couples, where there has been second or third marriages, in my experience, this has caused utter devastation to the relationship. Often because expectations weren't managed, the women that married never knew that there would be more wives, the husbands didn't communicate their expectations at the beginning of the marriage that this is their intention and it can cause anger, sadness, hurt, heartache as you can imagine. So sometimes men can be driven to have more wives because it gives them a status. It makes them feel proud in the community if they're public about it, if they share to their family, to their community, to themselves. I have multiple wives and sometimes in western cultures as well men will share with their friends or with some other people I have multiple girlfriends and so this can be an ego boost. It can make some people feel powerful and they're in control and this can be a major pull factor in the why someone cheats especially if they feel a lack of control in their relationship and like to be in a powered position. And then this may sound ironic, but sometimes people can be so in love with their partner. They can be so happy. They can be so engaged and head over heels with their husband or wife. And yet they cheat because they're so scared of feeling so vulnerable. They don't like feeling so much love for somebody. And so having an affair makes them somehow escape and somehow feel that they are not so weak, so vulnerable, because they are loving. And I say weak, not my interpretation of weak, this is what people have said to me, that they feel that they have uncontrollable love feelings for their partner and it scares them so much that they have the affair to try and escape the feelings and the the fear of everything being in one person, all the eggs in one basket. So they have a backup plan, an escape plan, because they, they need that. And as we're talking about falling in love, one of the last reasons that why people are pulled to have an affair is because they fall in love. They fall in love with the affair partner. Some people share with me that it's love at first sight. They fell head over heels for somebody. And others fall in love slowly. May start off as a a work colleague or a mutual family friend. And over time, the feelings develop. So these are the different reasons for why some people are pulled to cheat. Now I mentioned there can also be family, societal and cultural influences for why people cheat. So let's talk about family first. Many studies by top psychologists have shown that we're often attracted to a mate that has both the positive and the negative characteristics of our parents. Harville and Helen Hendricks, pioneers of this research, claim that we are attracted to our parents' traits subconsciously because we want to repeat history and make it better and overcome the negative and only have the positive. So they say that we're like radars screening for what our parents were like and we then are attracted to someone so that we can then relive our past and make the relationship perfect. 
Numerous studies also show on affairs that if you grew up in a household where there was an affair that either hurt the marriage dramatically and you were aware of this as a child and you felt it or it broke up the marriage and marriage ended, that you're more likely to experience that as an adult. And I see this time and time again in the couple counselling work that I do. If your parents' marriage was hurt or broken down by an affair, you may end up marrying someone who cheats. As subconsciously, you accept this behaviour. Or you may go on to be the cheater as you gain that insight as a child that this is what happens in relationships and so you accept this and you may then go on and cheat because you've seen that this is what happens. Research has found strong evidence for this. Why is this, you may wonder? I know I did. I was curious to find out, so why actually is this? Especially if we saw an affair cause pain in our childhood, why would we go and marry someone that's going to cheat on us? Or why would we be that cheater? Well, it's because everything from the age of 0 to 7 we absorb like a sponge is imprinted on us. We're like little cookie cutters and we get that mould. So if, for example, we notice whether our parents are giving each other attention, affection, appreciation and acceptance, we'll notice that. And we'll also notice if our parents dislike being around each other. We'll sense if there's resentment between parents because resentment is like a mood. So we know if our parents are in that bad mood. Children are hypersensitive to arguments, distress and tension. So this is how sometimes we can repeat the past because this is we learn everything about relationships and marriage at that very young age. And then there's some people that cheat, obviously, where they weren't raised in a family where there was an affair happening or in a family where the, the marriage broke up because of an affair, but they end up cheating because they were always stuck in the middle of their parents. They're like the third person in the marriage. Often you can find this sometimes with one-parent families, sorry, one-child families with people that are only children. And they, they can be stuck between the parents, between the squabbles, they have to be the peacemaker between the parents. They can feel like they're the third party in their parents' marriage. And then they go on and they have an affair and then they the third person in their relationship, the third person in between the person that they are in a marriage with and the person that they are cheating on. And they can sometimes be torn between the two, just like they were torn between two parents. So family can also be a reason. And I know I'm going deep here, and this is just a general explanation. And if you are really wanting to know why, if you're wanting to move forward in your relationship, then I hope this is helpful to you. And do reach out to me if you want to work out and go a bit deeper with me one-on-one, I'd be happy to hear from you. You can just visit my website, nicolabeer.com, and book yourself a session with me, and we can discuss this. So lastly, I just want to finish up with societal and cultural factors. Affairs are often glamorised in movies, soap operas, romance novels, and TV shows of all kinds, as exciting, passionate, and love-fueled. So this can pull some people to having an affair. We also see affairs associated with having high status because 
we hear about celebrity affairs, such as Tiger Woods, Bill Clinton, etc. And this can make headline news. And people are fascinated by this. And some people can be inspired to cheat based on celebrities, research has shown. And I often get asked, why do some Muslim men seek a second, third or fourth wife? Well, when I've worked with couples and individuals from Gulf region, from Africa and from the Western region as well, this need to have more wives is done to show wealth, success and power. And this is a cultural tradition. It can be a sense of entitlement. It can be something that they're, for generations and generations to come, in their families, in their tribes, that men have multiple wives. So as you can see, it's definitely not clear-cut why some men and women cheat on their wife. Once you've identified why, if you really need to know why, some people need to know why to move forward. Then it's addressing this with positive actions to help you as a couple and you as an individual to move in the direction that you want to move in. What is not helpful is to spend hours, days, weeks, months over-analyzing why. Am I having a midlife crisis? Am I depressed? Do I have low self-esteem? What are you doing wrong in the relationship? All of these kind of reasons can get people stuck into a cycle of more depression and doesn't help the relationship to get out. And sometimes I see this where the person who's cheated needs to be actually more positive and helping to save the relationship and the marriage if they both want to, the marriage to work. And sometimes they can be stuck in the why and then and blaming and blaming in any relationship is never going to help a couple. So from my heart to yours, Again, do reach out to me if you are struggling with this and you would like some support or if you're struggling with anything else right now and you want to find out more about my audio programs or about how I work with couples on a one-to-one basis online, I'd be happy to share with you. Go to my website, nicolabeer.com. Also, you can get a copy of this written out if you feel that 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 would be useful. Take care. Have an awesome week wherever you are and lots of love. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead. <laughs>